Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now. And now. Back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for spending time. Hale Varsity continues. Powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. Find us on the YouTube channel, Hale Varsity YouTube. Find us on Twitter at HVarsity Radio. Find Brandon Vogel at Counter Reed, counterreed.com. Vogues, choice words, broken remotes, or just pour another drink. Uh, it's going to be okay. 11 uh, minute mark last night. In the press box by. For, for football games. You know, I'm, I'm Tom Osborne the whole way. <laughs> you're, um, you're hammering that big red. You're working your jaw. <laughs> yep. Um, now, in, in, in some ways, like, I, I think that's, you know, obviously it's a big deal for Nebraska Jazz first Big Ten road win. <clears throat> for the way that it happened, I think, is, is probably a little bit better than if Nebraska had just held its halftime lead. Because not only did they they vanquish the the road dragon, they also had to vanquish the Nebraska dragon. Mm. Um, that and, and credit to them um, for, for doing it. We we've seen a couple of other games uh, go go the opposite way, and when, you know I'm sure we'll talk about kind of where this leaves Nebraska over the remaining four, where it leaves them in terms of the NCAA tournament. Really big win. Even though Indiana, you know, is 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 uh, a program, I guess, or a team at least, in in a little bit of disarray at the moment. Still, for for Nebraska, it, in a year where where they hadn't won on the road in the Big Ten, and where few teams are winning in the on the road in the Big Ten, uh, pretty pretty big one for for the Huskers. Brandon, do you think it's indicative of anything that for one of the first times I can remember, I look around the room here and, and you on the stream, we're all wearing collared shirts, which is interesting. Connor's kind of on the line. It's a quarter zip collar, but I think that kind of speaks to the, the celebration that, that there is today in Husker Nation getting a road win. We're all wearing collared shirts. We're all looking our best. We, we've showered and we've combed our hair. <laughs> I, I think so. You know, Nebraska, Nebraska basketball looking... Uh, Looking pretty good. Uh, it puts a little extra spring in your step. It makes it makes it feel like anything's possible. So get get a little bit uh, get a little bit dressed up, uh, so to speak, and and see what happens. Wear your best on Selection Sunday. You got right? to get dressed up to go to the dance. Be careful with your words. Goes. Ah, there that was a good little, good little uh-huh, something get, like that. Got to get dressed up to go to the dance. Yeah. Vogues is Nebraska. Do you feel like Nebraska's safe now? Not safe from a, a field of sixty-eight standpoint, but just safe from themselves oh, well i feel i feel <laughs> safer paused. about a field of 68 than mm-hmm. i do about safe safer from themselves <laughs> right now mm-hmm. um if the season ended today nebraska would be in um i'm glad you asked uh go to counterread.com and and sign up because tomorrow's newsletter is largely about this but over at the bracket matrix, as of today, they are in 104 of 106 brackets. 
team rankings. And I, I mentioned this number to you guys, I think back towards the start of the month when Nebraska was still showing up and some, some bracketology stuff, but team rankings gave them, I think about a 9% chance of getting in. They're now at 77%. Uh-huh. Um, and what they, what they need to do realistically, I think over the last four is go two and two. They get to 21 wins. I think they're, I think they're going to be in. Um, and obviously you'd have the big 10 tournament, after that, where you could probably not hurt your stock, but potentially help it. So they're in a pretty good spot. And I tell you what, Penn State knocking off Illinois um, certainly certainly helps Nebraska. Illinois still got to play Purdue. I don't I don't know what the rest of their schedule is. I think they have Iowa twice, maybe. Um, but Nebraska's two losses out of second place in the Big Ten right now, um, tied for fifth. So there's 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 a bunch of teams that are right there, but. You get into the top three or four in the Big Ten, like it, it becomes pretty hard to to leave a team like that out. Well, and, and Brandon, given that, do you not feel maybe this is my own personal bias speaking? And if that is the case, call me on it. I will not be offended. But but whenever you look around, Nebraska is pretty universally a ten seed in the NCAA tournament. Occasionally they're a nine, but ten seems to be the universal number right now. Based on what this team does whenever it's on, and and you have to account for the road losses as well. But whenever this team is on, do they not feel like closer to a seven seed than a ten seed? Ten feels low, and I understand that you have to account for the fact that this team has just been awful on the road. But ten, yeah, ten, think, ten, given the quality of the of the, the the team that we have seen so far this year, does not seem to be fair. It seems to be a ten seed that no seven seed would probably want to get. Yeah, I, I I would agree with that broadly. I think I think that goes back to did, is Nebraska safe from itself? which is uh, the piece I'm less sure about than are they in the tournament at this point. Um, and, th- and that's something that can get sorted out a little bit, I think, over over the remaining four. Um, Nebraska will probably, uh, probably be favored in three of those games. Certainly the two home games, probably not Ohio State, but probably still Michigan. You know, we'll see. We've, we've got a couple of weeks to go. Um, but it's just it, it, it's what do you do with a team that when it's at its best is probably safely a seven when it's not it's maybe closer to a 12 well you maybe get close to splitting the difference at, at nine or ten and i think that's that's kind of how nebraska is viewed brandon a phrase that has come to my mind about this team and you just kind of see it through the box scores is they're beautifully inconsistent and that means when one guy's on another guy's off when C.J. Wiltshire isn't shooting the ball well, Jamarcus Lawrence is right now. What do you make of that moving forward with this team? Uh, it, it helps them over, over I think, the rest of, of their regular season schedule. Like, they've, they're a team that, that, can find, that, can, that can win different ways. And, and that's usually a pretty good mark of, of, of decent quality. You get, into, you get into the NCAA tournament, and, you know, we can talk about if, if Nebraska ends up as a 10, what seven wants to face them or, or however that breaks out. But I kind of look at uh, you get to the tournament. That's the point where you need your best players to play well. So it, it works for now. It's gotten them where they are. Um, if, if Nebraska does indeed make the NCAA tournament, it's at that point where you'd maybe like a little more certainty out of out of your best parts, um, for, for lack of a better term. Beautifully inconsistent. I just want to take a moment, Connor. Love that phrase. Thank it you. could be used to describe Husker basketball. I think it could be the future title of your terrible self-help book. 
beautifully inconsistent. Yeah. I, I didn't know you were going to be an author. I, we've got a guy me, on the show either, right now that, that is an author mm-hmm. uh, with John Cook. Brandon, have you considered writing a, a, writing a self-help book called Beautifully Inconsistent? I think the title works. I'm not sure what the content <clears throat> would be, but sometimes you just have to start with the title. Yeah, sometimes you do have to start with the title, and uh, I haven't yet, but depending on how busy Connor Clark is over the next couple of minutes, I might go ahead and uh, try and start start eating up the, the Twitter handles. And, I've already uh, trademarked it. <laughs> well, Vogues, I want to go to college football for a moment. Seven plus five, that's uh, where the college football world is at. We'll see how things move towards 14. I want to get your take here about the path to the playoff for Nebraska, and I think you hit on a, on a key point in your latest column and counter read with the home record, my friend. Well, that would be a, a heck of a starting place. Mm-hmm. Um, Nebraska, if I have, if I'm remembering the numbers, for, they went four and three at home in 2018. It's it's the last time they had a winning record at at home. Does that just blow you away. Uh, and it's been it's uh, been bad they, for a while. Did they go four and three this year as well? I don't They've know. Never, they haven't gone better than four and three since 20, 2018. They've only gone undefeated at home three times, I think, this century. 2001, <laughs> 2012, which ended in a Big Ten championship game appearance. And then 2016, which was one where Nebraska kind of had had the schedule for that, uh, for, for lack of a better term, in, in 2016. And, and that's it. And... He, you look at this, you know, sort of my jumping off point for, for that newsletter you referenced was Action Network put out its home field advantage for 2024. And generally, when you when you look at a spread, you can fat figure it it counts about two and a half points for, for home field advantage just for the home team. That's kind of the, the baseline. They evaluate Nebraska's right now going into 2024 at 1.5. Mm. Um which ranks 120th nationally. And that's based on the past 10 years of results, uh, the last 10 years of results against the spread, which is a way to measure um, how what is a team underperforming expectation? Is it overperforming? And, and Nebraska has consistently kind of underperformed at home based on that, that method. And I kind of got into some of my theories as to, as to why is that, why that, why that's the case. But it, 2024 would be a, a great year to to test this theory out because Nebraska does have a home schedule where where you look at it and you say yeah maybe yeah you know if if they're as good or probably better than kind of the baseline expectation and you you know a couple bounces go your way it's not unthinkable that that they they went out at home and that's the that's the best pathway to to getting Nebraska back to where it wants to be. The one shame about that is that here in Nebraska you can't bet on Nebraska during home games. So like that research, it's not going to help Nebraskans make any money, unfortunately, unless you could drive across the river. There's always there that. <laughs> There's always the old trip across the river for financial gain. <laughs> that's what most people do. They go to Kentucky to go make some money. Yeah, let's uh, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> they hear us on our lovely affiliate 590. Council Bluffs. Yes. <laughs> Elijah Herbal, everybody. <laughs> Vogues, what's keeping you busy? What are you working on here with Counter Reed? And tell folks about Counter Reed. Yeah, as I mentioned, uh, kind of looked at some of the latest uh, projections for, for Nebraska. 
uh, basketball and where they're at in terms of in terms of the NCAA tournament. It's a it's a positive picture for now. Um, <laughs> we still know that there's 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 four games to go, um, but things are things are starting to look starting to look up there. Um, beyond that, you know, uh, dig into to some some of this playoff stuff. I think next week um, I did a long look back at what a what this model five plus seven would have been um, for the previous ten years if if they were at twelve teams. And, and I guess we got to contend with the idea of fourteen or sixteen and three short years. So that's a weird one too. I'm not quite sure what to make with that. So I'll probably puzzle that at over the week ahead, but you can find all that forthcoming stuff and, and all of our past stuff at, at counterread.com. That is awesome. You got to figure they're trying to fish a little bit 14 or 16 for what does that equal payday wise? What does that equal from a, can there be uh, you know, four or five of the big, big 10 sec Top top four, top five get in, and then everybody else. So uh, that, that that might be why we're talking a little uh, sooner rather than later about uh, a four team or a six team. Vogues, we will talk to you Saturday morning. Thanks again for the time today. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. There he is, Brandon Vogel from his football office. Open phones till five. Gary Barnett, Bill Bender, Danny Burke. Hour two, four eight nine twelve forty. We're powered by Cornhead Logger.